I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, 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 and welcome to The New Normal. I'm Deborah Francis-White, and we are here on Guilty Feminist Live. It's 6 p.m. It's Easter Monday. I have just been doing a scavenger hunt uh, for some children on Zoom, which has been a lot of fun. They've been running around making TARDISes and videos of their favourite pop stars and things like that. It's been really good fun. That's what I've been doing this Easter Monday, um, but I am all so excited uh, to introduce to you our guest today for the new normal. Um, she's not on yet. Yes, there she is. It's Emma Vogelman. I'm going to go live with her right now. Add Emma in three, two, uh, one. And Emma, are you there? Yes, hello. Hello, Emma. Hello. Welcome to the new normal. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, how's your Easter Monday been? Uh, Easter Monday has been probably the weirdest Easter Monday that I've ever had. It's right. it, yeah, just uh, like staying indoors, not doing anything particularly mm. festive. Not that we really do anyways, but it's always nice to take advantage of that bank holiday weekend. But now, of course, we're always at home and a lot of us aren't working, so it doesn't really feel... Like an doesn't feel Easter does it? Look at that sunshine out there. The great British weather is taking the piss, in my opinion. When yeah, did we ever get an Easter bank holiday weekend like this? I the know, only time it's rained this weekend, Emma. Tom and I went for a walk to Regent's Park. I've hurt my foot, so we haven't. We've oh. only been for one walk. And when we got to Regent's Park, it's tipped down raining, and we had to come oh, back, no. and we got wet. That is my literal one bank holiday weekend outdoors activity how how the hell are you is the first question so i'm okay i um i've been put on um furlough leave so for those of you who don't know about it it is the uk scheme where you get to stay on your employer's payroll but you aren't allowed to do any work whatsoever and oh. for a lot of people that sounds like a dream come true. You yeah. get paid 80% of your salary not to work. But for me, I am a workaholic at the best mm. of times. And I love my job. I work for a charity that supports disabled people. 
and my job is involved um, with helping people get into the workplace and just sort of general empowerment and, you know, support for all types of young disabled people. And I haven't been able to do any of that for a couple of weeks now. And I've been finding that really, really difficult because it's, I was trying to write about it the other day and I thought, I don't know where Emma Vogelman, the personal campaigner, starts mm-hmm. and where Emma Vogelman, the employee at Muscular Dystrophy UK, begins. So yeah, it's been really, really difficult actually. Well, I am so glad you're able to join us today because you're allowed to do a little bit of promoting of your charity on your life and your heart and your passion. We'll get to that in a minute. Has this crisis in the meantime given you any new I'm a Feminist Barts? It has. So my first one is I'm a feminist, but I think the person that I miss the most is my friend Holly, who does all of my waxing and my Mm. manicures, pedicures. And yeah, I definitely miss her the most. And she will be the first person that I go and see when I'm allowed to get out of here. Look at my manicure. And I'm not picking at it, Uh just to be clear. But this hand, weirdly, I'm left-handed. I write with my left hand, but I do a lot with my right. But this hand mm. has survived a lot better. Um, uh, I've got none on at the minute. And for anyone who knows me, I always have nail polish on. And I have none right now. And I don't, I just, I don't like my hands without it. It's weird. To, to be honest, I miss being prettier than I am. Like, the, the professionals that used to make me prettier than I am. Like, I used to, like, I have eyelash extensions, which is sort of coming to the end of their days. And just the way someone would blow dry your hair. And I was actually posting some pictures last night of I remember this and I remember this and when that was the thing. And yeah. I was like, I used to be so much prettier than I am. Okay, this is my I'm a feminist butt, Emma. This is true. Okay. I'm a feminist butt. On the weekend, I FaceTimed a family who I met last year in person. Mm. And the little boy said to his father, that's not Deborah. That's not the lady who came to okay. our house. He said it in Arabic. They're Iraqi and they live in Austria. And... Um, Steve was also on the call and Steve Ali who lives with me he's Syrian he said I said what did he say and he said he doesn't it's not you it's it's he thinks that you're impersonating Deborah and I'm like she didn't have any problem with handsome Steve by the way knew exactly who he was (laughs) thought I was impersonating a more attractive woman wow he didn't say more attractive but I think we all know I mean it's just insulting I mean I've made more of an effort today though after that i'm not i know today has been the first time in over a month that i put on makeup because i actually started self-isolating right at the beginning of march because um i actually don't know how many people remember this but do you remember sort of the last big epidemic was the swine flu yes so i got that back in 2009 and that is what has led to me being on a ventilator with a tracheostomy here so i um, spoke to my doctors and my mom actually who is a um, frontline nhs doctor and we just thought you know maybe you stay at home for mm-hmm. a few weeks beginning of march you know why risk it it'll be done in a few weeks and so yeah it has been a long time since i've gotten dressed properly put makeup on or 
done my hair, done any sort of just great. It does it. make you feel better though. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, it I'm does. I have to go back into it because I'm just like, it doesn't feel like me. It doesn't feel like me. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, and I, so you know, I realize I am doing it for myself because I'm I, it's starting to depress me that I'm not, I don't feel like myself. And I think we're very decorative animals, human beings, and we mm. like to decorate, like you see birds decorating their nests or, you know, I, I, I think I'm a very decorative animal and I'm just, I'm going back into it. I do have to work out how I do my hair. Anyway, we can talk about this offline. I feel like, I feel like we need to give the audience more of the questions they've been promised because this feels like just a you and me chat about how we're going to yeah. be blow drying well, our hair. We'll have a virtual coffee this week. It'll be fine. Exactly. Thank you. Um, people are telling me how gorgeous I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But children don't lie and that child <laughs> did not recognize me. Thank you very oh. much. I appreciate it. I've internalized <laughs> that child's disbelief I was the same yeah. person. Not like, oh. oh. I don't know. I don't know. I think kids do lie. So I'm uh, I'm with the fans here. I no. think you are no, still as beautiful. That child was genuinely confused as to who he was talking to. To yeah. be fair, I had just I'd washed my hair and left it. I didn't have any makeup on. I had a bathrobe. I like I can. I've made so much more effort today. He would recognize. I want to bring him back looking like this, and I feel he would recognize me. Um, do you have any coping strategies for staying more emotionally stable and mentally stable throughout this? A crisis and I want to extend this because you're a disability activist to talking mm -hmm. about disability and how perhaps uh, non-disabled people might be going what shock horror we're inside and everything's not designed for yeah. our, us bef uh, now and this is perhaps something that you've experienced before um, but also if there are any special you know different uh, anxieties that disabled people are going through that perhaps we don't know about if we're not disabled. We don't have disabled people in our family. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is when you find yourself in the government's extremely vulnerable category or you're mm. at a particularly high risk. Because really real that if you get this, you will be in a very critical situation where almost mm -hmm. next to 100% positive not going to get that type of coronavirus where you don't have any symptoms or you have a little bit of a sniffle and a little bit of a cough but then you recover. Um, so I've been sort of living with the knowledge that if I get the coronavirus that I probably won't be able to survive it. Oh, and, God. That's, and that's been both really difficult but also just very matter of fact because I know that the swine flu I did nearly die from that actually and um, it was a really really difficult thing to overcome and I don't know if I have it within me to do that again I don't know if I'll physically be able to do that again but I so it's been really scary knowing that you know anytime that I may contract it, that that's going to be my reality. And I think that that's definitely worse for disabled people who have all types of disabilities. Anyone who's on a immunosuppressant or a undergoing cancer treatment or anything like that, if you're in that higher risk category, it is very, very real. You know, I have, um, I, I have a brother who is in Bristol and luckily, um, he is very healthy, he's young, and he is 
much, much less worried mm -hmm. about what would happen to him if he gets the coronavirus than I am because of our situations. So in terms of coping, I have really been relying on my disabled community. Um, I Before I was put on furlough, I set up a WhatsApp group and I put it out on my social media. You know, anyone who's isolated and feeling anxious, feeling low, join this WhatsApp group if you want to and we will just have a chat and send each other stupid memes and funny videos and it, we call it the isolated community because that is really what we are and we're always there for each other and I haven't met all of the people in the group in person before but I text them pretty much every day. One of us will send a message like, hey, today's been a tough day because of this or has anyone seen this quiz or that? And it's just been really nice. And I think definitely staying as connected as possible is how I've been trying to cope. That's a, that's a really wonderful answer. Have you been surprised by anything that your reaction, uh, the, the reaction of the government, the uh, disability community, or just humankind? Has anything surprised you? So... In terms of people, sort of the, the panic buying and some of the selfish behavior that we've seen, to be perfectly honest, that hasn't surprised me. I think that when people are particularly scared and particularly when they're scared for their health or their family's health, I think people will react in very strange ways. And for some people, that's you know, I'm going to put myself at slightly more risk to help out my community by dropping off groceries to mm -hmm. people who aren't able to get out and about. And for other people, that's going to tend to be a little bit more selfish. So that hasn't surprised me. Um, in terms of the government response, again, I'm not surprised. Um, the disabled community is so, so often an afterthought in terms of government plans and strategy. And I think any time we get a new cabinet, the Minister for Disabled People is like the last position that gets filled. And so it really does send a message to disabled people that they're not a priority here. Mm -hmm. And when I was able to work, um, this was just up until a couple of weeks ago, I was checking the NHS guidance every single day to see is there anything that's particularly relevant to my community? What do I need to let people know about? And the biggest thing that people were asking me is how do I keep myself safe when I have carers coming in? And I don't have a choice about that because I rely on these people for life critical support. And there really wasn't and there still isn't concrete advice on how we can best protect ourselves it's you know you got your very basic um you know make sure that people wash their hands for 20 seconds and if you have symptoms if they have symptoms but in the day-to-day -day when you are in the extremely vulnerable category yeah and you have people coming in and, and then they have to go home, home to their family exactly and maybe one of them is a frontline worker and so on and so on and so on and so on and they have to travel to you and back and obviously carers aren't paid very much, so they're not going to be getting there in the back of a black taxi with a shield and everything. To, you know, they may be getting there on the bus, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah that's that's a real problem and we need to be advocating to the government for that and we will hear more about how your organization can help us do that and how we can support them um any routine have you got any kind of routine emma uh i wish i did i did have a routine while i was working because that had you know i needed to be logged on at this time to be checking my emails and being of support but since i've been on furlough my routine has just completely stopped you know that's okay you will be very encouraging right now to other people who have no routine oh good i hope so because it's it's a scary time and when it's not just me on furlough but people who say work in restaurants you know anywhere where you physically have to be in a place to do a job and it's not mm-hmm. an essential worker like what what you wake up and what do you do like, i saw somebody today on twitter saying uh that his he his outfit is his dressing gown but between 9 and 5 monday to friday he belts it he ties the belt up and i was like see there's little things everyone can do to be like yeah. this is business hours um do have you got any books you would like us to read tv shows you'd like us to watch either because of representation or education or just because you happen to be binging bojack horseman <laughs> i have not watched bojack horseman maybe i should um anything it was just an example <laughs> you you go for yours emma i've been trying to watch things that are like particularly escapist um mm. so things i can really forget about the real world so i've been watching a lot of downton abbey That is a Maggie Smith cures everything. What's a weekend? What's coronavirus? <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. did they have the, have they covered the Spanish flu? Did they cover they, the Spanish flu? Yep, they have. And that is I passed that point now. And yeah, so that was the another huge epidemic. So What we should be doing, we should be going yeah. back to Downton seeing what they were doing for the Spanish flu. My mom right. and you yeah. would get on incredibly well. Any pets <laughs> costumes or relics you would like to show us? Anything you sh- anything you want to show us in your house? Yeah, so my pets are not in the room right now, but I will try and show you. Don't know if you can see, but that there is yes. on my, oh, my golf corner. So, I've got my black candles which yes, were bought for Halloween, but I have kept them up all year round as one day. Oh, golf corner. Yes, golf. First course. I thought you said golf and I was like I can't see any golf memorabilia there at all. <laughs> Obviously a big fan golf corner. Yeah. Nice. So I've got my my giant skull there. I've got some little Shakespeare books. I've got a drawing done for by my friend Emily. And yeah, you that's... cannot have a golf corner in the middle of a global pandemic. When can you have a golf corner? Exactly. I mean This is ideal for it. Absolutely ideal. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Have you had a dark thought or a low moment you'd like to share? Now, we ask this every day and we find it's the most popular question because we're often live streaming the most fun parts, which of course is human. And that's the only time we're interested in engaging, but, but we're not obviously uh, uh, mostly live streaming our saddest moments, but this makes us all feel connected and, and quote unquote normal, like, oh, it's okay. You are also feeling these things. So is there anything you wouldn't mind sharing with us? Yeah. So I think for me, the lowest point has been feeling really not useful to anyone mm -hmm. and I mean by that um, because of the further rules like I mentioned you're not allowed to work at all I've been really struggling because anything that I may do in my personal activism when I have been trying to support members of the disabled community I can't have that interpreted as work why way. are they the rules though? Why can't you get 80% of the pay and do 80% of the work from home? I don't understand that. No, I don't either. And I've actually um, been trying to engage with my MP. To, mm, uh, that's madness. Because it's so restrictive, I think, particularly for the charity sector, where I don't mm. want to speak for everyone, but everyone that I work with, our job isn't just our job. I mean, the charity that I work with, they... Um, try and help people with muscle-wasting conditions. And that's what I have. And if I'm not able to support that charity, who is trying to advocate on behalf of people like me, then mm. what, you know, it's just incredibly stifling. And I kind of feel like it's a impacting my freedom of speech too. Mm. It's It's not allowing me to even signpost people to the amazing resources that we have. You know, I'm just... I find that absolutely weird yeah. that they wouldn't say, look, if you can do some of the job at home, then obviously do it. Your organisation is only going to pay you 80%, so don't do more than 8%. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Well, we will also be writing to our MPs about that. My MP is Keir, my MP is Keir Starmer, so um, I am hoping that... Uh, with it with his uh his 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 new position as leader of the opposition he'll have some influence um and then i'll be very interested to see how he uses that somebody's just suggested that your t-shirt um you watch the show Amanda, so you know that there's a a t-shirt every day done by the merch store and 100 percent of the profits come to you Ooh, and okay. the t-shirt is based on uh something you say 
and somebody uh, has suggested welcome to my goth corner. So the T-shirt will have your name on an X and it'll say stay at home and it'll have the new normal and then it'll have your quote. So okay. already in the running is welcome to my goth corner. I think that could be a great stay at home T-shirt. And if people buy it, the money will come to you. But you may say something else and it's up to Hannah at the merch store. She's the one that designs them. Okay. Um, then they're doing, that's a great thing that they're doing. Um, now we're coming to the most important part the piece of online feminism you'd like us to direct you''d like to direct us to something we can do to help you today oh <laughs> oh it's somebody saying what's a weekend what's coronavirus the Maggie Smith might oh, be that's a big one. Maggie Smith cures everything somebody's suggesting okay. well I mean she does so um, that might be strong that's yeah, strong everyone keep voting yeah so it's okay all right the Maggie quote people are saying the Maggie quote people are like people are wanting to buy Maggie and I can't argue with that that's what Chonkwal, what do you know remember what the Maggie Smith one was exactly? I think I, said, I think I said Maggie Smith cures everything. Okay, but all right. I think we should go for that. Hannah, we're we're feeling Han we're feeling Maggie Smith cures everything. Uh, so sorry, your online feminism. We've upstaged it by T shirt quotes. It always happens at this point. Um so I'm not able to promote my organization, but one organization that I would love to talk about is called Sisters of Frida. Now oh, yes, you sent me something on this. We're going to make a story. They're a really small organization that focuses on disabled women in particular and the issues that impact just us as a community. And uh, the other day, I, I've been engaged with them a bit before, but the other day they were asking for people to share their experiences during the coronavirus as a disabled woman. Do they have more difficulties trying to get childcare, carers, and all mm -hmm. of that. And so I got in touch with them and said, look, I've got a lot of free time. What can I do to help? And right now we are trying to put together a briefing on the situation for disabled women during this crisis and our access to healthcare, our access to carers, and all of the resources that we, I think maybe take for granted a little bit in the day-to-day. -day. So, yeah, please go do, check them out. They are a great... Sisters of Frida, you're going to make a story, Emma Vogelman. We yeah. will make a story. Everyone just swipe up on that story. I'm going to use the swipe up option. Uh, and you'll be able to connect right through. You'll be able to donate. You'll be able to get, ideally, get involved in some way, support. If you can't donate because your job uh, is uncertain or uh, gone, uh, then following retweeting advocating uh just telling someone else lots of people have more expendable income than usual at the moment because they've kept their jobs but they have nowhere to spend their money other than uh, rent mortgage and food at the moment so uh so if you share it yes sisters of frida that's right and you'll be able to see it on our stories after this um it, so sharing if you can't donate is a wonderful thing or sending it specifically to friends who still have jobs and would be interested in that. It's specifically uh, about disability, and it's a very, sounds like a very feminist organization, Sisters of Frida. Um, and if you wanted to, you could also tweet my MP and tell him to answer my email, because he hasn't yet, and he has not replied to any of the emails I've sent him. I think because he knows I'm a Labour supporter, and he is a conservative. I don't want to say that that's definitely the reason but I'm not saying it's not the reason. Who is this? Anthony Brown is the new uh, MP for South Cams. Okay, Anthony Brown, um, yeah. MP. 
we'll be getting some tweets. Thank you very much. Saying, please reply to Emma Vogelman about disability rights during COVID-19. Do you hope that humanity learns anything from all of this? I do. I think what, I, what I've been thinking about this question a lot. And um, I was saying this to my friend that I really hope that they, that people don't take for granted the fact that they're able to go out to the cinema or to a restaurant or wherever it may be. And my friend who isn't disabled made a really good point. And she said, well, Emma, actually that's something that you and a lot of other disabled people never get to take for granted because for a lot of us, it, you have to think about, well, is that place accessible? Do I have a carer to help me go out and get there? Is there an accessible public transport link? And so I really want people to not take for granted when they're able to go out again, how easy that is and that it is a, it's a privilege that not everyone has. And I don't just mean for disabled people, but for lots of other people who don't have the, it's not as easy for them to just hop on a bus, go see a movie at the cinema or whatever it is. You know, it is more difficult for people. And now that we're not able to do it, I hope that other people realize that, you know, this is something that's pretty great. And the value, yeah, the value of remoteness and the value of loads of disabled people have seen on Twitter and Instagram places saying, um, we were asking for remote access to conferences, wasn't available. We were asking for more Zoom calls. We were asking for things to be live streamed, to be accessible. None of that was available. Suddenly it's non-disabled people in this position. It's like, sure, we can make it all happen. So yeah. and I, we all need to demand this, that these uh, facilities stay on for disabled people after this, ha after this crisis goes away. And I think it's um, really interesting. A lot of activists really slam the idea of armchair activism. Don't know how many people know about that, but it's essentially a lot of activists don't see the value in activism that you can do from home. You know, you're pretty much, I don't want to say you're just trolling on your phone, but you know, you're using your phone as your communication method to voice your opinion on different things. And it's not any less valuable or it doesn't make any less of a contribution than going to a physical march or a protest. But I think now that armchair activism is the only way that we're able to engage with these mm -hmm. issues. I really hope that people don't dismiss it so quickly in future because it you can get your point across on digital platforms so effectively. I mean, look at this. It was only because I saw that you were doing this type of show that I messaged you and said, hey, I'd love to do this. And it's, you know, a platform for me to spread the word about disabled issues. Mm -hmm. And we, we aren't in the same place. You know, we could be in different countries, even though we're not, but we could be, and we're still making a huge impact. And it's going to be just as powerful as if we were doing a live podcast recording in King's Place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, this is all stuff that, you know, I've now had kind of time to engage with and energy to engage with and, and access to engage with. Somebody said, um, I think somebody said about uh, this being a global, because we have, I have listeners all over the globe. And mm. please do, if you feel that any of, I mean, mostly the people I've been interviewing in the UK, because we do these live with the Guilty Feminist 
it's, you know, we, we do this at different times, but this is six o'clock every day. We are going to have some bonus episodes with other people like Carl Wilson, but six o'clock isn't a great time if you're in Australia. So if you are liking this, but you're thinking, oh, that's a very UK based charity or something like that, then please, please, please just do a little Google and think, I want to support that, but I want to support that in Australia or America or France or Berlina, wherever you are, and see if you can find a similar organization, foundation, charity doing that thing and feel free to do your research and post it on here as well and share that with other people. Um, Kima Bobs was from Texas. That's absolutely right. We, she just made the time work for me. Um, so um, my, my second final question is what habits do you think might stay with us? Like, do you, have you personally changed any of your habits? Um, I'm doing like a zoom personal training and things like that. That's that I would never have thought to do before. And I think I'm going to try and keep that up. Um, house party with friends, like having drinks with friends in the evening. There's so many times I say to my mates, oh, we should meet up. We should meet up. We should meet up. Six months goes by. But actually, I, we could just do a little house party. We don't have to be in quarantine to do that. So is there anything you'd like to keep up? I definitely want to do more um, Instagram lives and sort of do more video calls with people. I feel that when I was working and I was working partly from home, partly from the office. I really hated doing video calls and I would like mm. avoid them like the plague because I would be at home in my pajamas with you know, my hair looking ridiculous and no makeup on. But now I think, screw it. Like, does it really matter? What Ironically, you now you can't avoid them because of the plague, Emma. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's so silly that we're so wrapped up in what we look like to the people that we know love us or support us or work with us that we would not want to see them and have a face-to-face with them. It was um, a friend of mine who I work with who said, Emma, it really doesn't matter what you look like, you know, but it would be nice to see you. And mm-hmm. when, when I saw her and I saw a couple of other people that I worked with on our first video call, as soon as we hung up, I burst into tears because I thought, I thought, I never thought I'd be so happy to see their face and just hear their voice and sort of feel like I'm with them. And so yeah, I'm definitely going to keep that up. Also, you're really hot. So do not deprive FaceTime of your beautiful face. Oh, thank you. And finally, when we get out of here, what is it that you would like to do first when we're out of quarantine. I really want to get my legs waxed. Oh, so ridiculous. But I had an appointment like two days before lockdown started and they canceled it because of the advice at the time. It was to, you know, only go out if it's absolutely necessary. And I thought, I've been getting my legs waxed every six weeks since I've been maybe 12 or something, because, yeah, I grew up in America, and that's what you do. But I miss it so much. I so, understand. It's so funny, things like that, isn't it, that you don't realize how much it matters to you. Is there anything else you need us to know about disability rights, any way else that we can help by su- except supporting Sisters of Frida and uh, tweeting your MP and writing to our MP? Is there anything else that we can do, either in this country or internationally, Uh, that would help the the disabled community? I think if you know a disabled person in your neighborhood or in your online networks or anything like that, 
send them a message and just ask them how they're doing and if they need anything. Because I'm really fortunate that I live with family members who are able to go out and get shopping and things like that. But a lot of people live on their own or they don't have those people coming in and out of their home as easily. So even if you just ask how they are, that's going to really make a huge difference. It's going to make that person not feel like they don't matter or that they're mm -hmm. being when government policy is by and large ignoring them. But if we can come together as a community, that's going to be really, really important. So yeah, check in on each other. That's not just for disabled people, it's for everyone. And, you know, just be kind and helpful when you can. I can't go out and get groceries for people. So my way of helping is to set up a WhatsApp group and send funny pictures every couple of days to keep people's spirits up. And yeah, just do what you can for people. Thank you, Emma. That's a lovely, lovely answer. Uh, people are asking about my hood. Yes, it's a despicable daisy. These are Guilty Feminist sisterhoods. Uh, uh, she also made my Guilty Feminist cape. Check her out at Despicable Daisy. She does amazing things. She's also a dentist, but she can't be a dentist at the moment because she's not allowed to put her hands in people's mouths. So she's doing a lot of this kind of work. Uh, I, so support her. She is a feminist artist. I remember Ooh. seeing your cape when I was at your um, Cambridge show and you came out with your mass their green cape and i thought my god she's so cool I <laughs> that's despicable daisy all over as i said i'm i uh i miss being pretty than i am uh that was that's the team of uh, work of, uh, work of a team of experts um uh yeah i also wanted to remind everyone about the t-shirts if you go to guiltyfeminist.com and you click on merch store anything you buy from our merch range will go into our pot for good things um Guilty Feminist Projects, anything you buy from the stay-at-home range. So, for example, Emma's T-shirt will be up tomorrow. And I do believe from the popularity, it will be uh, Maggie Smith Can Cure Anything. And if you buy that, the profits will go 100% uh, to Emma. Uh, or the comedian or activist in question. You can look at the whole range there. Uh, this week on The New Normal, there's also going to be... Now, let me try and remember these... Uh, Tom, maybe you could look it up for me. I know there's going to be Tom Allen. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. He's, he's on tomorrow. Uh, I know Sophie Duca is on uh, Friday. Juliet Stevenson is on Thursday. And Samantha Baines is on Wednesday. Uh, so that is a phenomenal lineup, uh, including Emma. So do uh, tune, us, tune in every day at six o'clock if there's more guests outside those hours because they're bonus episodes with people who can't make the six o'clock slot uh, we will let you know on Instagram so check that out I've also just joined Cameo if you go to Cameo and you can look at it on my socials um, Cameo is where I make a little bespoke video for you and all of the money that I raise from that will go to help refugees choose love so if you'd like me to make you a bespoke I'm a feminist butt video a birthday video for someone a congratulations video Pe people are finding it very hard to find closure at the moment uh you can't get to your friend to give them something um but they like the guilty feminist then you could uh pay me to do a video and that money will go to choose love uh no nothing in the environment will be harmed any more than it would be by us just all being on our phones and uh hopefully your friend will like that and not think that's a shoddy present that they'll be like what i got my own i'm a feminist but this is the best day ever and choose love will get the money um i think it's about 20 quid You'd love that. See, Emma would love yeah. that. Emma would I mean, love that. It's, when's your birthday, Emma? It's in February. 
Ah, we missed it. Well, someone might just send you a congratulations for being on the new normal. I mean, I send that. I'll just send all of my friends a video of you telling them that they're amazing. Cameo.com. Uh, it's it's about 20 quid a pop, but all of the money goes to Choose Love. Uh, some artists are doing it partly for themselves and partly for a charity, and some are doing the all as a way of making a living because they, uh, artists' money has dried up. Uh, but all of mine's going to Choose Love, so if you get me to do one, that money will go will, will transfer straight there. Um, if you would like to support uh, me and our work, because I don't have a job anymore, uh, then if you could uh, sign up for our Patreon and you will get bonus content, and uh, that would be very, very, very helpful. Or if you would like to sponsor the new normal or sponsor the Guilty Feminist podcast with advertising, if your values align with ours, we would love to hear from you too at guiltyfeminist.com. Uh, and uh, go and check out the Patreon options. There's lots and lots of lovely ones. Uh, also check out Steve Alley's G British GQ article this week, which is just phenomenal. Also check out Grown Up Land, who are just the reboot, reboot of that show, it's an amazing, amazing podcast. And the lockdown episode, they've got two, episodes, two experts, one on isolation and um, quarantining. Oh, and the virus, one on, one on viruses, I think. And they've got one who's a doctor who's also Heidi Regan's fiance. Um, and Steve Alley's monologue in that, in Steve Alley's perspective, is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Um, so if you could check those out, that would do me an enormous favor. Anything else we should check out for you, Emma? No, I think that is it from me but thank you so much Deborah, for allowing me to come on and use this platform it's just been amazing and it's been great to actually feel like I can get my voice out there in a way that is legal and in a way that is going to hopefully make a difference so thank you it for really will can you make a story of absolutely anything you want us to look at see yeah. point two and uh, we will share it on our stories. But also, if everyone could give Emma a fo follow, it's it, Emma.Vogelman, and man has two ends. It does, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, thank you so, so much. And yeah, go support Sisters of Frida. And yeah, I will be sharing stuff as and when I can. So yeah, thank you. Perfect. Can't wait. Thanks, Emma. And goodbye, yeah. everybody. See you tomorrow with Tom Allen at 6 p.m. See you then. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. 
From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah. 